Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Big man on campus for sure. We 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 met um, when we were we were going to a party in Brooklyn. Yes, like a like a brass band. A brass band. Yes, yes. Um, We went. It was not comedy related, but then of course we started doing comedy things in general. I think Mm -hmm. you and I had literally one improv show together. (laughs) We were. Wait, what was our improv? Like the chimney sweep. Michelle, Michelle Wolf, Wolf, who's the head writer on one of the yeah on one of the main writers on Seth Meyers, Seth Meyers right now, and a, and a fabulous stand-up and a really right. You can't miss her. She looks like a little orphan Annie. Um, we were called the National Chimney Sweep National Association. National Chimney Sweep Association, and we did literally one show. One show. <laughs> As I recall, it was very good. And Williamsburg, um. Uh, that show was actually really great. It was really good. And I, and I remember, like, there were some, like, big-time improvisers there who were like, oh, that was really good. And we were like, yeah, we know. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, that was really funny. And we're like, oh, my God, this is our first and last show ever. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't know at the time it was our last show. Last show. Um, but we're here to talk about, so... Comedy. Uh, comedy. Comedy and then, like, up-and-coming comedy stuff. So let me ask you. I'll be your interviewer. Okay, great. For the, so what would you say... Like, what would you say if you had to sum it up? Like, how do you how do you find your place in comedy? How do you find your 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 groove and your jam and your and your path to something like slightly successful? Um, finding a path. Oh my god, it's 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 like a it's like a zigzag yes. and up down. It. It, I've, there's like no path at all, which is not meaning to be that there's like bad or anything like that. There's no path or whatever, mm-hmm. but like it's really a kind of a self thing. You have to find your own path. Mm-hmm. I mean, I personally have felt that like I haven't like fit into any type of like stereotypical whatever kind of comedian type thing. So I've had to. And I, 
I have experience on like the behind the scenes stuff, so I've done a lot of that. Yes. And you and I worked together for yes, months on which is together. which is a great story because we have worked together for so long. Which is weird in comedy. And then yeah. what's beautiful is that we actually, the, after years of, of doing it, both doing it, you were we a, wound up we wound on up actual on actual together. TV show working together, doing bits together. And you were behind the scenes. Doing I was producing, quote unquote, producing, but essentially writing. Really coming up with bits, yeah, top pop culture stuff, and you um, were on Best Week Ever, and I was uh, one of the people sitting there in the chair, um, trying to come up with funny things, things to say. Um, which, yeah, uh, it was an interesting experiment. Um, VH1 is quite a network, um, but uh, I re- like I remember that, and I remember like uh, I remember just being like, oh yeah, like when Abby comes and and we have to do our back and forth. It's so easy for me because we have the same sensibility. Mm-hmm. Like we both know what the joke is of yeah. this pop culture bullshit. Like we both understand that all of these people are stupid. We both understand that like this network is stupid and all, and like all and, like we we know what the jokes are. Um, and I think that's, uh, I think developing that sensibility as a young comic, like, uh, or young comedian, rather, um, like, that's super, super valuable, because you, you just learn, like, what, what tastes good to you, and what tastes good to other people. And it's, and it feels so good when you, like... When it's like you're tasting an ice cream at the same time, and you look at and you're the, both like, yeah, this is really good. Yeah, like you, it's like everyone has this ice cream, and you're like tasting it, and you're like, oh my god, this is so weird. And then you like look at someone else, and then I'll be, you're like, oh my god, yours is it's like the same. Right, like, right, exactly, same. exactly. That's that's great. Exactly, and you both know that like the ice cream you like is like a good salted caramel, and not some like bullshit fucking like. Oh yeah, it's not pineapple like a nonsense. Yeah. Some pineapple shit. Pineapple shit nonsense, which is what I would describe uh, most like VH1 MTV shows. <laughs> <laughs> Just fruity pineapple bullshit, con- like concocted by 16-year-olds. Um, yeah, that's pretty accurate. In the body of like 35-year-old executives. Yeah. Like 35 executives who have the... 35-year-old executives who have the sensibilities of 16-year-old girls. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. But that, but but that's no longer happening. The the show is over. The show is over, which is like that show was an institution. It was the yes. Saturday Night Live event of VH1. It was, and I was actually an intern in PA on the first version, and then yes. it went away for years, and then I was on the second version. Came back, yeah, came back. Yeah, but it was the, one of the staples in comedy for like a not staples, but like it was no, a big was, deal to be on it. It was for the a day long time. job. And the first exposure for so many, like, huge yeah. comedians. Yeah. It was a big deal, yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I, like, I had, I always had fun doing it. And everyone on the crew was great, and everyone on the cast was great. It was really fun. I think, like, <clears throat> the format always felt to me, like, a bit dated. And the sensibility was just, like, it was very, look, the sensibility of network television is dated, so. Yes. I find it all it really definitely boring. Is. But that, and that brings me to my, okay, look. If you are a 20-something female comedian or male comedian or cis male female comedian or cis female male comedian or uh, whatever... Whatever you are, you identify as. Um, If you're a comedian and you're starting out, I would say... 
do as much as you can, and in the beginning, your ratio of saying yes to no should be really, really high. Yes. You should say yes very, very often to projects in the beginning. Then, as you go along, and I mean as you go along, I mean two, three, four years into it, I think four, you five, six. Four, five, six into My it. My God. You can start saying no to things that you recognize as not your jam. Doesn't make you laugh out loud. That's what I mean by not your jam. Doesn't make you fucking laugh. It doesn't make you laugh and you wouldn't have written it. Uh, and it's not going to pay you an exorbitant amount of money or get you some like great exposure. You can start saying no to those things. Mm-hmm. Beyond that, once you start saying no and you're just saying yes to the things you want, then that frees up your time a little bit. What for? I would say to make your own shit, right? Oh, yeah. Molly oh, yeah. Breast. We're literally looking at a breast. Are, Two so, breasts. Uh, famous New York City comedian Molly, Molly Gaby is now pressing her breast against the... Uh, shower door. This is very this normal. Is not a big deal for me since Molly Gabe and I have fucked on many occasions. Yeah, and I have um, seen Molly's breasts plenty this is of like times. The sixth time I've seen Molly's breasts. Yeah, this um, is this is a staple. I actually feel like this is very appropriate. This is the first time I've seen them and not put them in my mouth. But um, yeah. I gotta say they've held up over the years. They look great. Yeah. Good. She's got she good nipples. Great. Good nipples. Good yeah. color. Good mm-hmm. uh, shape. Yeah. Um, oh, and, yeah. And uh, good and good good hang time on the yeah, breast. Yeah, yeah, good hang time on the nipple for Great sure. Great hang time. She's not good enough. She's looking good. She's been running. Yeah, she's, she's been running. Her body's looking great. Yeah, yeah her yeah. body is looking fabulous. Her body's looking very good. She's holding a beer. Her legs are yeah. very sculpted. She's literally dancing naked next to an out of order sound. This is not about like hand everything that we just said is literally what is the truth. I'm I'm dead serious. I've, I've I mean, been, this, which this leads is, me to comedy, everything. which true there's truth in comedy. Huh. Which leads me back to Which leads me back to comedy. Which leads me back to yes, the truth in comedy. What is the truth? What the fuck does that even mean? What it means is like oh. it means following your gut. It means like if you do not yes. laugh out loud at it, then yes. don't fucking do it anymore. And if yes. and once you free up your time and you figure out what your sensibility is, start making things that make you laugh. The thing that you think of every morning in the shower that you're like, that's so funny, that's so funny, that's so Follow funny. It. What is it? Follow it. Go make it. What does that mean? That means like, take whatever money you have and try to get somebody that you know to shoot it or get someone you know to shoot it for free or put it up on a stage. Mm-hmm. But like, keep doing it and keep making it because what will happen is people will begin to recognize your sensibility and your sensibility will start to become a brand and you have to the thing that I've learned too is that oh my god what the fuck was I just going to say that's I Abby completely forgot very high on methamphetamines oh my god I've been drinking a lot of wine and eating a lot of methamphetamines. No, what was I fucking going to say? About comedy. About comedy, about trusting your gut, about trusting your gut. Oh, that's the only thing that you have, really. Because having experience with behind the scenes and writing comedy and performing comedy, like, you can't please everybody, and you never will, ever. Ever. So you have to go with what you know. Assholes writing comments about you. 
all the time. Mm -hmm. Saying, like, how fucking fat and ugly you are, and how stupid your girl is, and how oh, fucking just boring. Blew into the mic. I literally <laughs> blew into the mic. <laughs> blew into the mic. Oh, there, there you go. go. Yeah. We did it. The editor will love that. <laughs> You're gonna have it every time. Some fucking dick talking about like how much you suck. And you can't, get you used can't, to it. you can't cater it to everyone. You can't. You literally can't. So you and have to you follow your own to, shit. You will smell a pack. Mm -hmm. If you try to please everyone, it will stink. It starts to stink. The way that when you go to a restaurant. And on the menu, they have every cuisine. Mm. You go to a restaurant, and they have Mexican, Italian, Chinese, Japanese, Thai. Mm. Chinese, Japanese, uh, look Turkish. at these. Look at these. Uh, you go to a restaurant, and you see on the menu, you get up and leave. Because you know, like, you specialize in nothing. You know nothing about food. You're you are trying to hit all, you're trying to hit all your bases. Mm-hmm. And that's hack. That's hack, man. And that's... That's hack comedy. And you can see that on people, comedians who, every three months they're changing their jam, right? They're mm -hmm. like going from making a web series about bullshit to making a different web series. It's completely different to making a podcast to like, oh, now I'm doing characters. Now I'm doing impressions. Uh, now I'm uh, really big into uh, stand-up. Oh, yeah, I just got really into stand-up. It's like, just, just settle the fuck down. Settle down, motherfuckers. You know what you want to do. That's hard. You know, that's one thing I have struggled well, with, fi fi finding your voice, finding your thing, listening to your voice. I mean, I think it's important to do other things. We've, we've met in uh, Paris. I mean, that sounds very high-end. It sounds very high-end. But literally, we were on separate vacations. We were in separate vacations we, in Paris. Uh, we, were, uh, we were literally on separate vacations in Paris. And we met there, you know, at Versailles. And it was we magical. We did an extra... Excuse me, this is a life hack to anyone. If you are ever in Paris and going to Versailles, pay the extra 10 euros mm -hmm. to go to Marie Antoinette's back house, back house playland. playland. Pay the extra. Do it. It is a wonderland. It is like what you wish Disneyland were if you were a grown-up. It's insane, and it's, it yeah. looks like a fairy tale. Yeah, it's It's amazing. I don't know what I was getting at with that. Well, we met in Paris we, we met in Paris together. Oh, what I was going to say is important to live your life. It's important to do other things but comedy. It's important to live... Because that's what that's where you're going to get all your material from. You're not going to get material from just watching comedy shows all the time. Absolutely Live your life. Watch documentaries. Go on a farm. Go milk a cow. Travel. Milk a cow. Watch a movie. Um, fuck somebody. Um, go and 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 see music. That's I mean the first time oh. we met, we went to see a brass band. We went right? to see a brass band. I mean, uh, yeah, you have to go. You have to go do things. Absolutely, because when you do things, you realize how stupid they are, and you make fun of them, and that's yeah. comedy. And you realize who you are. You realize who you are. You realize what makes you laugh. You go to a brass band, and you say, "Okay, ninety percent of this I think is great. What is the ten percent of this that I think is stupid?" and that I want to make fun of. And that's every experience. As a comedian, mm -hmm. every experience in your life is going around and appreciating things 90% or sometimes 60%. Mm -hmm. It varies. And then the other percentage is 
what exactly do I find so stupid about this? And how can I highlight that? How can I make fun of it? And that's found. Oh my god, there's so many okay. boobs. There are breasts now. We've been talking for 15 minutes. Really? It might be time to end. Yeah, my, I, take, to I need to take a picture Jen, of this. I don't know Jen's last name. Roman. Jen Roman's too much of a pussy to take her nipples out. Molly yep. is, of course, taking her nipples out again. Her nipples out. We need to do a selfie now we're, of okay, our podcast. Now we're seeing pubes. I want to say that Molly's are brown and Jen's are jet black. Jet. Oh, I'm seeing pubic hair. I'm seeing so much pubic hair. Uh, this is this is comedy, folks. Oh, make friends. Find oh, yeah. people that, that find people that, that, that know your sensibility. Yeah, that you can show your pubic hair and titties to. That's right. Find people who feel. Oh my goodness, we're literally, there's assholes. There are literal assholes. Like, none of this is a bit. This is all I'm not, real. Th- none no, of this is looking at comedy. I'm literally looking at two buttholes. Looks good. It looks like running butt. I'm a, I'm a married woman, but I'm looking at Molly's ass. You're a married woman now? You're married. Wait. No. When? The day after Christmas. To the woman that went, that I met at the party, your birthday party. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. When the fuck did that happen? Holy shit. When did the, when did you hear or, or you propose? There was, there was no proposal. It was it was a it was a long, it was like this is happening. It was like a twelve week conversation about like do we give in to the patriarchy and the consulting a tax attorney about the benefit. It was very like it was like what do we we had talked before. Earlier, we said, let's have a party. Let's have, like, a non-wedding type party. And then, after that... A birthday party. Whatever. (laughs) A love party. (laughs) And then, after that, we started talking about, like, the benefits of legally getting legally married. And we talked about that for many weeks, we said, like... And it all came down to... Do we give in to this kind, this yes. system that we both feel very conflicted in, about, and feel very ditto? Like, fuck you about. I do as well. Um, even though we love each other very much, um, do we give in to that in order to reap the benefits, mm-hmm. or do we not? And at one point during the conversations, uh, Kate said, "Oh my God, I think this is the definition of sacrificing for your beliefs." And I said, "Yes, that's what this is." Um, and we calculated the money that we would pay if we didn't get married. And I got on her insurance, etc. Um, and then we decided we were too bourgeois not to do it. So we got fucking married. Holy and shit, I did not know that. I married her, I think, mostly because she's the greatest person in the world and uh, our values are exactly the same. And I love her and every time I see her, I... Um, get happy and she's my favorite person to hang out with and she's got an ass that won't quit it won't quit it will not god damn it it won't quit will not quit well that's i'm very happy for you thank you this is this especially this fucking weekend with the whole nationally like it's i mean that's it's amazing it is it is it's it's one step toward you know eventual progression which for me is the complete dismantling of the marriage system because it's patriarchal and antiquated right oh I I completely agree Abby and I are going to cheers on that we're going to cheers on that boom cheers cheers should we end on that we should end on that we should cheers and end on that oh my god no we just got a fucking we got the finger we're going to go I think it's time to go where you got the finger thanks very much everyone
We love you. We love you. You can do it. Good night.